You finish pouring the elf's blood in a circle in the prescribed way. Hey, Bulgir, are you sure we're supposed to be doing it this way? Doesn't this seem uh, somewhat uh, hellish to you? Your dwarven wizard pauses and looks at you and says, Well, honestly, yes, but this is just what that kooky wizard said. Kamir, uh, he said that uh, this is what we were supposed to do when we were in that council meeting. You know, it's even here on this shopping list he gave us. You smile. The parchment did indeed look like a shopping list. Bulgir steps to the center of the bloody circle and looks toward the arch of uncut stones. He mutters a few words and smacks his hands together. The space under the arch splits as if reality itself were torn. The rift widens and soon you see a large figure step through. They had dark blood-red garb trimmed with stark white fur, and you hear a tremendous laugh, deep and imposing. You feel a gravity that accompanies those of great power. It's then that you notice the scenery, right behind the figure, through the rift. You expected to see the bright colors of the Feywilds. Instead, you see the dark hues of Shadowfell. You then notice the figure's eyes glowing blood red. Bulgir, I think we've made a mistake. Instantly, you are blasted with a wave of power as the red-clad fig figure blasts you and your companions and then bounds off toward the village. You and your companions raise yourselves unsteadily to your feet. What would you like to do now? Welcome back to the 24th episode of How to Be a Better DM. I'm your host, Justin Lewis, and I'm here to help you craft better stories for yourself and your friends as you DM a session of D&D 5e. First of all, Merry Christmas! I sincerely hope that this holiday season sees you surrounded by loved ones and filled with joy because there's nothing more important than being with those you care about. Second, I'd like to invite you to sign up for a monthly newsletter I'm going to be publishing starting in January. This newsletter will include updates from the H2BBDM team, as well as bonus content, behind the scenes looks, and access to homebrew content created by me. A little teaser of what you might get this January is access to a new item I created called the Gym Bag. Uh, if you want to know what that does, sign up for the newsletter. Here's the link in the show notes, as well as if you go to the podcast listener page, scroll to the bottom, you can sign up there. Thirdly, would you like to join a session of D&D with me? I will be your DM for a one-shot online. I'm looking for five people to sign up for a fun one-shot on a first-come, first-serve basis. How do you sign up, do you ask? Well... Sign up for the newsletter that I just mentioned, and then in January, I'll send out over email the link for the one-shot, and you'll get to sign it up, and just it'll come right to your inbox. Again, it's first-come, first-serve, and I'll tell you right now, I got a few interested people already, so be quick, or you'll lose your chance. Now, in honor of this festive season, here are two Christmas-themed one-shots, or side quest ideas, for you to celebrate this season. Now, I celebrate Christmas, so these are Christmas-themed. If you celebrate something else, I would encourage you to come up with your own one-shots around that specific holiday, and I'd love to hear them. So uh, go ahead and send them to me at Geronimo Levis on Instagram, and uh, I'll, I'll be happy to share it out with the world and, and tell people about the great work that you've done. But again, I celebrate Christmas, 
uh, because I am Christian, so this is what I have created. Number one, the search for the prophesied child. This one shot starts with your adventurers arriving in a foreign port after having been charged by a benevolent mage king to find and bring special gifts to a prophesied child of great power. The whole side quest will take place in a kingdom that is at war with the kingdom to which the benevolent mage king belongs. Therefore, he needs adventurers to go incognito to find the child. So your adventuring party will have to do this kind of on the down low. Uh, at this foreign port, along with any other tasks the adventurers want to handle, they must first find a guide to take them through the desert to the region in which the, the child is prophesied to be born. I would give them a couple options, each with specific consequences. For example, one group might find a, de a desert guide named Yosran, who is a large dragonborn, but he's also a secretly a spy for the ma malevolent kingdom. And if he finds out the group's true intention, he will rat them out. Uh, if the group travels with him as well, there's a large chance that they will be stopped by enemy legionnaires, searched, and probably turned into some sort of combat encounter or not. Who knows? The next challenge is for the group to actually travel through the desert. This will encompass survival checks, random encounters if you want, or even having them go search for a specific item that they need to take to the child. Uh, one thought I had was uh, a stone uh, of protection against scrying or things like that. Justin here from How To Be A Better DM. We are weeks away from releasing our new actual play D&D show. It's gonna be called Pact and Boon, and we're really excited about it. I wanted to take a second today to introduce the character that I'm gonna be playing in the show, Jolland Gray. Jolland is a six foot tall Earth Ganassi, and he has tan skin that is almost the color of Red Canyon rock. He has black onyx eyes and a scar that runs from right above his left eye to right below his left eye. He has a large chestnut colored beard and hair, and he's actually balding on the top of his head. He has a bit of a punch, he's, he's, he's a bit uh, portly. He's always smiling, which is why most people actually call him Jolly. At any given moment, you can expect Jolly to be wearing luxuries clothing because he was a very successful businessman and he loves the luxuries of society. When he's traveling as an adventurer though, he wears as much armor as he can. You see, Jolly is an artificer, specifically an armorer. Jolly used to run and own a very successful tavern before it burned down, and because of that, he's very good at brewing alcohol and is actually somewhat of a connoisseur. Jolly hails from the town of Okrendel in Northern Gast, which is the northernmost country on the continent of Rel in the world of Calignos. Jolly is a happy-go-lucky person, and really, the only thing motivating him right now is revenge. If you want to find out why Jolly wants revenge so badly, and for what, go to sessionzerostudios.com slash pactnboon, that's P-A-C-T-N-B-O-O-N, and put in your name and email so you can get notified when Pact and Boon is released. Uh, finally, the group will find the child and in a true Christmas Three Kings vibe will present the gifts to the child and their parents. The last challenge after that will be to help the child escape when it's find, found out that a large army of soldiers has been sent to kill the child. If it's a one-shot, it might be cool to have the heroes give their lives fighting the army, you know, like 300 style, so the babe and its parents can escape. But I would also plan another method for escape 
just in case your players may not like that option because not everyone does. Having a diversion and a secret escape where the group only needs to contend with a handful of soldiers is also a great option as well. The end of the one-shot may feature either the group giving their lives valiantly so the child can escape, or the heroes returning to the Mage King, bringing the prophesied child and its parents, and op the opening of a new era of peace, or something like that. Number two, full of Christmas fear. This Christmas one-shot is all about spreading Christmas cheer, until things go really, really wrong. The group will start out being summoned by the council of one of the big cities nearby. They appear in the council meeting, and the council makes the case that things have been very dreary lately. The council has decided that the city's spirit needs to be brightened. And to do this, the adventurers, you know, they, they decided to hire the adventuring group to summon a great face spirit of immense power to bring cheer and joy to the city. This face spirit loves to bring gifts to children and, and just be jolly all around. A wizard will then get up and explain exactly how to summon the spirit. This wizard, and this is important, this wizard is incredibly old and often misremembers many things. You can make them very disheveled and have lots of papers and just kind of, you know, nutty professor vibe. Uh, he eventually gives the group a list of things and says, this is what you need to do the summoning. And he also explains that the adventurers will probably travel to some specific place to perform the ritual, probably... Christmas related, you know. He then gives the group everything they need for the ritual except two items on the list. Each item can be harvested by enemies. So, for example, hag's hair from a hag or ice giant's white hair or something like that. Or, as you heard in the excerpt at the beginning, elves' blood. Even though that should have been elves' love, as you'll see. And and obviously this becomes... These, these become encounters where you have your... Uh, adventurers either barter, steal, or fight to get these items. The group then makes their way to the ritual location where they enact the ritual. A red rift opens up, letting in flurries of whimsical snow, and out steps a large red-clad individual who laughs in a deep laugh. The group thinks it's Santa Claus, that is, until they peer past the individual into the realm behind him and see not the Feywild, but Shadowfell. The creature then sends a blast of power at the party and runs uh, towards a nearby village. The group can re-examine the note they have and then realize that they misread some of the handwriting on it and put in, you know, a, a wrong spell, I guess. Uh, and instead of summoning Santa Claus, they've summoned a shadow. Thanks again for listening to our show. If you like our content and would like to engage with more of it, head over to our Instagram account at how to be a better DM and give us a follow. Make sure to watch some of our Dungeon Master Rules videos while you're there to give yourself some more structure and procedure as a Dungeon Master. Also, don't forget to reach out with a DM and we can talk shop and I can get to know you a little bit better. Thanks again for listening. Claus, you know, this evil entity that is very similar to Santa Claus, but is evil. Now, they just have to find Shadow Claus and destroy him before he possesses the children of a neighboring village. Uh, you know, full of Christmas fear. So there you have it, two Christmas-themed one-shots or side quests, however you want to do it. I hope that these two one-shots or side quests have helped make your season more bright and lift your spirits. Uh, I, I want to say thank you so much for listening to the show and contributing because every time you listen, you do contribute. You know, you're, you're helping this grow and, and hopefully... 
you know, I, I was thinking the other day, um, when we create stories, what if those stories actually do flower into existence in, in another universe, you know, in a, in a kind of a multiverse way? And every time we create stories, we are um, learning how to bend reality, I guess. And, and that was kind of a fanciful way. But honestly, I sincerely hope that these stories are not just entertaining you, but helping you live your life and, and be the best person you can be. Because I think that's one of the most important reasons we do tell stories. So uh, hopefully you guys have a very Merry Christmas. And uh, I uh, just wanted to say thank you for everything you've done for me. And uh, don't forget, if you do want to play a one-shot with me, make sure you sign up for that newsletter and then use the link that's going to come out in January to sign up to play the one-shot with me. Uh, it'll be online. But I look forward to next week when I come back with another amazing episode. Uh, this week it's going to be about who should not play as a barbarian. But until then, my friends, adventurers, dungeon masters, let's go ahead and roll initiative.